Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Three Pointer Podcast. I'm your host Alex Richards and in this episode we will be breaking down the 2020 NBA Draft Lottery as well as a mock draft. Okay, let's get into it. So, um, I'm sure many of you have heard but the Draft Lottery has concluded and Minnesota jumped up to 1, Golden State jumped up to 2, Charlotte jumped up to 3, and Chicago jumped up to 4. And then these those teams are followed by the Cleveland Cavaliers at 5, the Atlanta Hawks at 6, the Detroit Pistons at 7, the New York Knicks at 8, the Washington Wizards at 9, the Phoenix Suns at 10, and the San Antonio Spurs at 11, the Sacramento Kings at 12, the New Orleans Pelicans at 13, and the Boston Celtics um, are picking up Memphis's pick at 14. Okay, so let's get into the mock. So firstly, I've got the Minnesota Timberwolves taking Anthony Edwards, the shooting guard out of Georgia. The Timberwolves would likely select Anthony Edwards here, as they've got a point guard in D'Angelo Russell and a centre in Carl Anthony Towns. They also have young guys like Jared Culver and Josh Koji, but they are more small forwards and aren't, and they don't have their positions locked down um, for the Timberwolves. So I, I reckon this would be a good fit for the Timberwolves because um, Edwards would be a good catch-and-shoot threat on when D'Lo and Cat are running their pick-and-roll. And... Um, when D'Lo is on the bench, Anthony Edwards can also step up as the primary playmaker, although this isn't the best situation. I think he can develop into an above-average or even average passer um, in the NBA. So obviously Edwards is a relatively good three-level scorer. He's primarily a slasher, but he has he has shown some potential to create off the dribble with moves like step backs, pull-ups and sidesteps. This would be good for the Timberwolves as another shot creator cannot hurt and he could also learn to play make and defend um, along for the Timberwolves. Now with the second pick I've got Lamello Ball going to the Golden State Warriors. Many might say this as a choice that um, wouldn't be very good as James Wiseman could fit better. However, Lamelo is the best prospect in this in, uh, class, and the Warriors would likely end up trading Lamelo with Wiggins or someone like that for a better, um, more playoff-ready player that can help their title chances next season. Um, although, if Lamelo did. If that, the Warriors did decide to keep that pick, Lamelo would be the choice because Steph and Clay are all uh, are both at their best when they are off ball and running around and running off screens and shooting. And Lamelo would be a player that would be able to uh, facilitate for the uh, for Steph and Clay. This would um, give him the playmaking duties from Draymond, and then this would leave Draymond to focus on the team's defense and then he could potentially return to his peak form, which was obviously when he was all-defensive uh, caliber. For the third pick, the Charlotte Hornets 
uh, would select James Wiseman um, because James Wiseman is arguably the best centre in this class, better than Onyeka Kongwu, and he's definitely got a higher ceiling than uh, Onyeka Kongwu. He would likely be able to develop some chemistry with Devontae Graham as Devontae is a good playmaker and they could have a good pick and roll game. Obviously, his jump shot is a, uh, a bit questionable as we are fairly unsure about how well it is and how well it will develop. But I reckon that this would be good um, as they would have PJ Washington and Miles Bridges as well and they'd be a good young core um, which could even improve next year and they could take Jalen Green or Caden Cunningham next year uh, to fill in their whole shooting guard. Uh, at the fourth pick, the Bulls, uh, obviously they have Kobe White at point guard, but this is, but Kobe White hasn't shown his, um, hasn't shown a very good ability to playmake, and playmaking is obviously a huge issue for the Bulls, with Arturis Knishevis as their new um, sort of general manager. Um, he uh, will likely know the potential of Killian Hayes, as Killian Hayes would, is a current overseas point guard, and um, I believe that this pick would be a lot better than a small forward in Denny of Deja. Killian Hayes is um, a very good passer and good shot creator, and he's also got some potential uh, to become a good defensive player. Um, if they were to select Killian Hayes, he would be good in the pick-and-pop with Larry Markkinen and maybe even with Wendell Carter, and he'd be good at setting up um, Zach Levine and Kobe White as primarily scorers um, at the 2 and 3. For the 5th pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers would probably select Denny Avdija, as Denny Avdija is... Uh, a small forward, and the Cavaliers have almost nobody to fit in at small forward. Avdija is a very good transition player and can and uh, is very good at running the floor and setting up teammates in transition. He's also got a very high basketball IQ, and um, and this would fit in with the Cavaliers as their point guard and shooting guard right now haven't shown much of an ability to pass, and Avdija would be a good player to fit in with those two, as he can pass at the small forward position, but it would be definitely very risky to have Avdija as a primary passer or playmaker for a team, even a lottery team like the Cavaliers. Um, for the sixth pick, the Atlanta Hawks would likely select Onyeka Kongwu, as he is the best prospect at this point in the draft, and um, Clint Capella uh, isn't a long-term option for the Hawks, and Okongwu would be a good defensive anchor that they can build around with Trey Young and John Collins. They also, um, the other potential position that they could fill would be small forward uh, or shooting guard, just a general wing, but... DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish are already 
prospect that they drafted last year, and they have both shown that they can potentially break out next this either this upcoming year or the next season, and um, and they would be both very good if they did break out. Uh, so if um, the Hawks did end up drafting a small forward or shooting guard instead of a Kongwu, uh, say Isaac Okoro, but then Hunter or Reddish broke out next season, then this would leave them in a tough spot and they'd be definitely wishing that they picked up Onyeka Kongwu at the sixth pick, as I've got them doing. Next up for the seventh pick, uh, Detroit will likely select Tyrese Halliburton, as he is the third best point guard in the class, uh, behind Lamelo Ball and Killian Hayes, and he's a good playmaker and shooter, although he will need to fix his shooting form, and also um, he'll need to bulk up a little bit, as while he's a good defender off ball, but he needs to bulk up to um, improve, improve his strength, and therefore improve as a on-ball defender. They could take Isaac Okoro in this situation, but they, the Pistons need a um, primary playmaker, and Halliburton would fit that role, and he'd be very good for the future of the Pistons, as he could get them running an actual NBA offense, and he'd be a good pick-and-roll. Uh, he'd make a good pick-and-roll duo with Christian Wood. Um, now, for the Knicks, I have them picking Aaron Neesmith, uh, the small forward out of Vanderbilt. While he was injured uh, for a lot of the um, college season, he is easily the best shooter in the draft and averaged um, over eight three-point attempts a game and um, he made over 50% of them. Uh, the Knicks right now need spacing the most out of anything um, and Aaron Neesmith is, as the best shooter, the best fit for the Knicks. Um, he would provide... RJ Barrett and Mitchell Robinson uh, with, with some more spacing and this would help Tom Thibodeau as a coach to make it a lot easier for Barrett and Robinson to succeed. Now for the Wizards at 9, I have them taking Okoro as they struggled a lot on defence this year and um, Okoro would provide a good defensive anchor at small forward um, and hopefully hide some of the holes that Bradley Beal or even some forwards like um, like Davis Bertans have um, that um, other teams can exploit. Um, he will um, be an immediate impact player and help the uh, Wizards with their um, playoff push next season. Um, and he'd also be a good catch and slash player that can space the floor with John Wall and Bradley Beal um, being the primary playmakers of the Wizards next season. Now, the Suns at 10 will select Obi Toppin, who should be taken in the top 10, but there are questions about his upside and his defense. He is obviously 22 already, but he showed a lot of talent in college but the questions are, are just going to be about whether he can improve on this, as he didn't show much shot creation potential, and um, he looks to have reached his ceiling almost. Defensively, 
he is also quite poor as he doesn't have the height or length to defend centres and he's also a bit too slow on the laterally to defend small forwards and power forwards. So this would be an he would be in definitely an awkward fit in the NBA, but I believe he can do well on the Suns, where they currently only have Cameron Johnson and Dario Saric, and Obi Toppin as a scorer would likely demand that spot and take it quite readily from uh, for the Suns. Next up, I have the Spurs taking Devin Vassell, or Vassell, I'm not quite sure how it's pronounced, but I believe it's Vassell. Um, he is, he's got a very high floor and also a good ceiling, and the Spurs can develop him well, as they have done with many prospects in the past. Um, he has been compared to, say, Kawhi Leonard, but he would likely become more of a Josh Richardson type player. Um, he is a good shooter and he's a good defender and he's also um, showing shot creation potential um, and he would likely be able to fit in well with Dejounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson and Jakob Pertl and any amount of the Spurs young core. Uh, next up, the Kings with the 12th pick would likely select Sadiq Bey, who is a 3 and D wing that can complement the uh, abilities of De'Aaron Fox and Bogdan Bogdanovic. Uh, he's a small forward and this would be good as currently they have Harrison Barnes, who is a veteran, but Sadiq Bey would provide a younger presence who also has a very high floor. He could be an immediate impact player who could help them make um, a, pl- a good playoff push next year. And um, they, as the Kings look to be shopping around Buddy Heald, Sadiq Bay would provide a solid small forward option there for the Kings. Okay, now for the Pelicans, uh, they've already got a very solid young core, and so they uh, wouldn't necessarily need a immediate impact player. This is why I have them getting RJ Hampton, who is a very high, uh, high, high potential prospect, as he has shown the ability to pass, shoot, slash, uh, dribble, and almost everything. However, he is very raw, and um, a few years of coming off the bench should be very beneficial for his development. He's shown that he can be a very good defender um, at times, but... He needs to work on consistency, and that is a lot of um, what he needs to work on. If he can become a solid scorer and solid defender, um, he should likely he would likely also become a good secondary playmaker behind Alonzo Ball, and yeah, he would be very good for the Pelicans' young core. After this, finally, in the last pick in the lottery, I have the Boston Celtics selecting Alexei Pokusevsky, um, who is a Serbian, playing in the Greek league that Giannis played in when back when he was a prospect. Pokusevsky is a seven-foot um, guard, pretty much, and he can pass, uh, he can uh, dribble really well for a big man, he can also show, he's also shown he can shoot, but he is very light and he will need to bulk up and put on some muscle or even just any weight in general to get some more minutes.
Um, this is more of a high potential pick for the Celtics as they're contending already and Pokosevsky would provide them with a very high ceiling prospect um, who could be very useful for years to come in the NBA. Uh, so that is it for the first 14 picks of the mock draft. Um, I will continue this in the upcoming weeks with picks 15 to 30 and then the second round. Um, so I hope you enjoyed. Um, please leave a like if you did enjoy and make sure to subscribe if you want to keep receiving weekly podcasts like this. Uh, and thank you for listening.